Good morning, Yoel. I hear you. I see you. I don't see you, but I hear you. Good morning. Who's that? Moshe Apter? The two 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds. Yoel, how old are you? 14. And Moshe Apter is 13, right? Yeah, like we start? We're waiting. Don't start yet. Are you start? Did you start up there? Pausing. Can we go? What? Meanwhile, I make a bracha. Bon chatoadi noy elohim elochayilom shakol niyebit v'goy. Okay, that, that needs to be muted. Somebody come help him. Yalla, I'm going to start. Um, today is uh, the 48th day in the Omer. Hayoim shmoino varboim yoim sheheim shisho shavuois vishisho yomim boimer. It's very interesting that not a single person wrote me anything about Tzvir Soim. Oh yeah, one person wrote me that he, um, it saved him. I'm just curious if I'm just wasting my time, if uh, we should do this next year. What? It saved you, so why don't you write me an email? <laughs> it saved, okay, here. Uh, I, but the last day is also saved? You think somebody went all the way till the end? Today's shir is being sponsored by Andrew Fuchs, Lili Nishmas, his grandfather Shmuel Yehuda ben Shamshin, on his 29th yard site, Dalit Sivan. He was a Holocaust survivor who never lost faith and rebuilt his life after the war. Yishkoyach, thanks, Yeshua. I received an email this morning from a Koyal guy. I'm starting a new thing. If a Koyal guy, a younger man, sends me an email, they're going to go to the front of the list. So he is going all the way to the front, and it seems like I might know his mishpacha. His, his name is Yehuda Pluchak. I was very, very close to Reb Moshe Pluchak, who's a rav today, a, chashev, a very chash of a person. I was very, very close to him. I spent many Shabbos in their house after he got married. He says like this, Hi Rebelli, I'm an active participant of the shir. Thank you very much. I'm a Lakewood younger man. I heard about you from my chavrusa, Yeshua Ludmir, and I'm still trying to piece together your life from Tifrach at the age of 10, back to America, to a coil guy, to a caterer, to a plumber, to living in Chicago, to real estate. We're still trying to fill in the blanks. Yuda Pluchak, thank you for the shout out for my grandfather. Oh, aha, so he is Moshe Pluchak's nephew, not brother. I got it. Okay, that's what that makes sense. So his, his grandfather is the Rosh Hashiva that was just nifter in New York, Rabbi Pluchak from Corona. He's very, very hush of a person. Um, you want to piece together. I, listen, I myself don't, don't know my own story. Yeah, when I was 10 years old, my parents made Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael. My own father-in-law, we were once, I was married for like 15 years, sitting at home at the Suda. And he says, uh, and you're an Israeli. I'm like, hello, I've been married for 15 years. You don't know, I lived in America until I was 10 years old. And only then I moved to Israel for three years. He had no clue. So I don't know, I'm, I'm confused myself. What happened? Um, I'm trying to piece it together myself. I moved to Israel, went to Tashbar for a few months. That didn't work out well because I convinced the whole school to do Afghanaz, Afghanat. Uh, the, I was the cop. I was um, a Shegetz, a Tzioni, 
and they had to beat me up, but they weren't able to beat me up, so then they canceled recess. So my father said, you know, that's, it's not good for Tashba not to have recess, and he sent me to Tifrach. Tifrach is in the middle of the desert, and it was Yeshivitana. I was what? Yeah, next to Ofakim. Stayed there all, all week. My Rebbe was Rabbi La- Levine or something. He's now the Roshiv of the Yeshiv Gdoyal of Tifrach. Chash Vigai. Um, so that's pretty much it. I'm, uh, I, I, what else? I went from maybe the only guy that went from Passaic to Chaim Berlin ever in history. I wanted to go down to my age group, so I went from, I was the youngest guy in Pesach, I went down to, and when I went to, to Faher by Rebar and Shechter, this might explain a little bit. He looks at me and he goes, wait, it says here that you went to Yeshiva Ketana when you're 10 years old, you, uh, uh, are you an Ilui? So I'm like, I asked you a question, answer, are you an Ilui? So I said, my father thinks I'm an Ilui, but I'm not. He's like, oh, that's, that's an Ilui, answer. Anyway, so that, that kind of explains it. Yeah, I'm not a Nilui, far from it. But my father wanted to advance me in learning. He thought that was the way to do it. I don't agree with it so much, but anyway. So that's that. Uh, the rest of the pieces of uh, catering plumbing will have to be another shear. What do we have here? Okay, one more email here. Yishkoyach Rapluchak, Yungerman from Lakewood. This is from Shlomi Rosenberg. Uh, it's a long one. We'll skip around here. Thank you. Thank you and the team for, for a super enjoyable share and making us all feel like we're in the Zoom room, in the room with you, even if we we're time shifting. He's big into the time shifting. On that note, and as the unelected ambassador of time shifters everywhere, please allow me to point out that there are way more time shifters than people attending live on Zoom or YouTube. You usually have approximately 200 or so live, whereas on YouTube, you have another five, 600 people time shifting. It's more with yeah, and he writes, Torah anytime, the app, the this, that, okay, fine. Two, there are tremendous advantages to time shifting. Here are all the things that you can do in the live share, but, but we, uh, that you can't do in the live share, but we can do with time shifting. Hey, Chazara, sometimes I miss a point and want to hear it again. No worries, just click on instant replay. Hashrara, occasionally one has to go out for an urgent matter, bodily or family, and now can pause and resume without missing anything. See, v'hazman k'tzara, we can transcend time with Reb Eli Shir. How? At the beginning, he starts off more slowly. So you can adjust the playback speed to the maximum you find comfortable, maybe 1.75 or 2. Then as you get to about 15, 20 minutes in, and he speeds up, you slow down to 1.5. When you turn to Amit Beis, I usually need to go to 1.25 or slower if Reb Eli is short on time and decides to floor it. So there it is. Just some of the reasons why time shifting is better. Still hoping to be there in person in America one day. Bikarov in the meantime, thank you for the Mishra's team. To the Mechazic thousands around the world globally every day. We know it's a ton of work and we are most grateful. Thank you for the Yaimi and helping us keep close to learning many for the first time with much love and Akar Satayv, Shloimi and everyone else. Shloimi Rosenberg. Very nice, beautiful. All right, let's jump into it. We are holding on Daf Pei Aleph. Today's Daf Pei Beis. We're holding 135 words from the end of the page. How do I know that? Because Noam told me yesterday that I did a terrible job in time management and we didn't even do a daf. So I told him I think we did more than a daf. And I went back and uh, yeah, we started 205 words before the end of Pei Amid Beis. And we got to Pei Aleph Amid Beis 135 words. So we did a little bit more than a daf. Omer B'Yechanan says, what, I don't know how many lines. 16 lines from the bottom. Omer B'Yechanan, going back to toilet paper. 
One cannot use earthenware, the very sharp, broken pieces of earthenware for toilet paper. If it's because we're concerned, he'll cut himself. Nothing to do with Shabbos. I'm concerned. Kishof. We'll see, especially if it was used before. Kishof. So it has nothing to do with Shabbos. Why is Rabbi Yochanan tell me, oh, on Shabbos don't use earthenware? There's two reasons that we can think of. Either Sakana or Kishof. They both apply on the weekdays. Nothing to do with the Shabbos issue. Velo Okay, we found a third problem. Cutting of the hair, which is goizes. But Rabbi Yochanan holds like Rabbi Shimon that if you don't intend to do the malacha, it might happen, it might not happen. Should I repeat all the emails? Oh, you saw, okay, great. You like Hillel. Come in a couple of days later, but he has it, he's ready. You could you could You can come up here to Yimakam Kavua. Nobody will see you. Oh, maybe these guys. Yeah, I said it on purpose. We got to get you Mokim Kavua. You got to be a Kavua. No more excuses. I want you to be part of this year again. Says the Gemara, and especially put you down the spot in front of 10 people. Nobody else saw these 10 people. Okay, so we have a problem. If it's because of Dovish Miskaven, like dragging a bench on Shabbos, you might make a groove, you might not make a groove. Obviously, it's not 100% that he's going to do Ashar Asneem, he's going to do Goizes. It was 100%, everybody agrees, Psikresh, if you're going to cut an animal's head off, you can't say, oh, Vilayomos, I didn't realize he's going to die. Obviously, it's Aser. So if it's a 50 50 or whatever it is, 75 25, Whatever the, you could do it according to Reb Shimon. So what is the problem on Shabbos? There's no problem. said something. Name It's our job to figure it out. Perhaps what he meant to say is, yeah, of course you shouldn't use earthenware on the weekday. But perhaps Abu Shabbos You you have. You have a dilemma. You have a piece of mukta in front of you called a stone, and you have a piece of earthenware in front of you that will uh, cut you maybe, or the kishuf maybe. Maybe I should use this earthenware because it's a kli. It's better than, than, than using something that's mukta. Kamash no. Use the mukta. I'm going to be relaxed on mukta because this is the rabbanon, it's covered brioise, and don't put yourself into danger, whether it's kishuf or getting cut, whatever the danger is. That's what he meant. Yeah, of course. So the, he understood that in the weekday it's usr. He's just saying on Shabbos, don't think that you should make some sort of heter and use it on Shabbos. No, it's a, it's a far out fetched thing that you might get cut. It's better to use it than, no. Be careful, don't get cut. We'll relax the muksha rules for you. Rava says the pshat is geizes. Now we said geizes is a big problem. Because if you say the problem is geizes, you are forced to say, that Rabbi Yochanan holds, Dovr He says, you're not allowed to use this thing. Now, again, let's go in step. It's not 100%, because if it's 100%, there's no question at all. So it's not 100% you're going to cut it here. It's 50% you're going to cut it here. And nevertheless, Rabbi Yochanan says it's Asr. So he doesn't hold like Rabbi Shimon. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Dovr Shein Miskaven, Asr. 
That's a problem. Because then it's a contradiction. How would he say, Therefore, he must hold, He doesn't say specifically. But in general, Rabbi Yechonon holds, like the anonymous Mishnah, like Rameyer, usually. And he passes like the Stam Mishnah. Utnan, what does it say in the Stam Mishnah? A Nazar, who also has an Isser to pull out of here, even during the weekday. He has to keep his hair growing long, and every hair he pulls out is an Isser. He's allowed to choifev when fastves of He's allowed to shampoo his hair with sand, you know, like the birds do in those days. There was a thing, I guess. Take a bunch of sand, dirt, put it in your hair. It's just trying to teach us that we're kind of lucky. We should appreciate what we have. We have shampoo, we have toilet paper, all these things. So he's allowed to do it. Ah, when you, when you uh, shampoo your hair, you use dirt, 50-50% chance that you, like, after the shower, you look on the floor, there's a bunch of hair, yeah? It's a, it's a thing. Hair is going to fall out a lot of times. Maybe not 100%, 90%. And Rabbi Yechonah passes like the Mishnah. It's a Stam Mishnah. He passes like it. In other words, he holds Dov Hashanim Skaven, Mutter. So what are you telling me, Dov Hashanim Skaven? Oser, it's a stira. Elo, machvar toker, b'nosem So we have to go back to this pshat that we just said, that he was just trying to say, yes, it's Oser to use earthenware during the weekday, because it's Sakana. I would think that maybe you should use it on Shabbos. It's better to use Muktza than, than Sakana. No, Chamir Sakantami Yisur kind of thing. Stay away from a Sakana. Sakana is always bad. Don't be relaxed when it comes to Sakana. Don't dive in a minyanim if you don't have to, if it's a Sakana. Don't go to Shir if you don't have to, if it's a Sakana. Be makbin on Sakanas and don't be a big tzaddik. Mike Shofim says the Gemara, beautiful story. What's going on here with this Shofim? People that use earthenware, they could be Kishof. What? So, you have the famous Rav Chizda and Rabbi Baravuna, as we're actually going to have him again coming up immediately on Amadalat. They were on a boat. So Goya tells them, hey, stop the boat, I want to jump on. No, we don't, we don't travel with, with, with women like that. They didn't allow her. So she said, she threw out a few words. The boat stopped moving. So they in return said their thing, their psukim or whatever, started moving. So she started complaining. Oh, I, can't, I can't win with you Jews. Well, I, can't, I can't beat you. The reason why my kishuf is not working, you don't use earthenware. In other words, you see from here that earthenware is a cause of kishuf. And you don't crush a louse on your clothing. You take it off the clothing, you give it a good kvetch, you kill it, but not on your clothing. And you don't take out a vegetable, let's say they had whatever, leeks wrapped up in a string. You don't pull one out. If you pull one out, that can cause, what is this, a speaker? It's a scary device. Let me show everybody what we're dealing with here. What is this? Anybody know? He's not telling me. Oh, it's a speakerphone. <laughs> it's a, oh, so it's for Zoom people to speak to me. That's what it is. Oh, very fancy. 
Yeah, but he's coming out of the he's coming out of the the camera, not coming out of this. You gotta you gotta readjust something. Hi, Avi. We recognize that voice, and I don't see the oilam on the screen. What happened over there? They were there a minute ago on Zoom. Rabbi, so we're getting us. I'm gonna just use my laptop here. Something like that. You might not be able to see it. Eventually, it's gonna be on a nice platform. But I'll see the Zoom people closer with their names and everything. I'll be able to interact a little bit better. The screen will remain, so you can be part, like sitting in the Bismarck virtually. And on my screen, in a smaller virtual way. Anyway, very interesting what it says here. It says that she thought that her kishif didn't work. But the Gemara says it did work. It said it stopped the boat. They had to use something. So in other words, they probably used cheres. She just didn't realize it. Or they, they did one of those things. I never really quoted the Baal Shem Tov when it comes to Gemara. But he says... Uh, a cube shot that, I, that the art school brings down. He says that, what did they say? Amru inu milsa. Milsa stands, Rosh Hashanah, mechashefa So they, they, they said that Pasuk, it doesn't really fit in so much with Rashi, because Rashi says they use Shemos. I don't see the Shemos in that Pasuk, but okay. But it's a cube shot. Milsa, Amru milsa. Great. So, Yeah. You're saying that. Yeah, but uh, isn't it one of the same Kishif works on the boat that the person is in? I, I hear. You're saying there's no raya that it actually didn't work on them. She tried to har- harm them. Why would you do something in the boat? Just kill them on the spot. If you're going to do Kishif against them. I hear. You want to be Michalik. That there's two kishif. What? So she knew that it worked, but why did it work l'chatchila? The question is, why did it work l'chatchila if they were makbed, not to use charas? <laughs> All right, we're holding off pay base on the on top. Ravuna, the famous Ravuna, tells his son Rabbi, we just had him in the story. Oh, got it. <laughs> Jonathan, Lundish, wow, My you didn't tell me about that. My time is a Stefanski, is a Stefanski. My time is a What? It's a difference. It doesn't mean you're a Lamdan. Lamdan is a Lamdan. My time is coming to Rav Chizda. You got to pay attention to this sugya. Very important sugya. Ravuna tells his son, I, I don't understand. Why don't you go learn by Rav Chizda? He's amazing. He's really sharp. You're going to gain a lot from him. What are you doing here? Omalei, my is What do I have to do with Rav Chizda? He doesn't, doesn't serve me a purpose. All he does is talk non tire stuff. I'll give you an example. Mando oil he starts talking a bathroom talk. Whoever goes to the bathroom, you shouldn't like sit down forcefully. Don't don't uh, don't push too hard. Don't 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 too much. The So the way the way it works, the body, the pipe, the karkashto, atlashine yosiv, the sphincter. You want to be more specific. Sphincter sits on three. Uh, Pegs, whatever you want to call them, shinayim, the teeth, it looks Dilma, Mishtamto Shine, the Karkashto, Vaosile Sakana. 
You're going you're gonna to try too hard to go to the bathroom, it could pop one out, you'll have major issues. Sakana. So his father, Rav Huna, tells him, He's teaching you how to live, how to save your life. If he's talking sports, okay, I hear. But he's telling you how to live. He's trying to save your life. That's a big problem. Go, go back and learn. So like every other Agadita, if you want, you could look a little deeper into it. You go to the Ben Yayada, the Maral, the, the Chidushei, Halachas from the Rasha, whatever, you know. So I looked in the Ben Yayada, he says, very interesting. And I want the Oilam, it's a hint to, to the Oilam, because yesterday there's a lot of toilet, I said Toto, uh, the 350, whatever, I'm sure there's tightness of what's going on here. Says the Ben Yayada that, uh, no, what's Takab Shad in the Rav Chizda, what he sat there all day long and gave drushes in the bathroom? Says the Ben Yayada, no. There's a deeper meaning here. There's this tire here. What he's trying to say is that if a person decides he wants to make a lot of money and he's going to work a lot, yeah, guys spend a lot, a lot of time working. They think that, you know, more hours equals more dollars. Says the Gemara, if you're going to try hard, right? Litrach, try hard. Oh, you're going to miss out on the three things that, 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 Hold up the world. Torah, Avoida, Mils Chasadim. You're going to miss the daf because he's so busy working, working, working till 11 o'clock at night. You're not going to learn. You're not going to go on at solid calls like Levi and, and you. And uh, Avoida, what's going to be with davening? Constantly working, working. Rabbi say you, you just, you got to take the hit. You know, I'm just asking the Olam that when I say my, when I read my emails, I say my, my jokes, my shtusim, those who know, those who know, there's, there's gematrius involved, there's, there's a lot of Torah on the, under the surface. What's the gematria of Toto? Toto. It's 30. What else is gematria of 30? Avatiach. You have to know how to, how to put the things together. There's, if you just look deeper, that's all I'm saying. Please, don't, don't judge me on the surface, especially in, after I only slept an hour and a half last night. How the fun of Tzor Vacheres? Tonight? Today? No, tonight, today I'm good. That was Leon Welch's fault. He sent me a two-hour and three-minute video of myself. Well, I'm not going to watch the whole thing from beginning to end. <laughs> a big part of it was you, Jonathan, that whole Purim shtick in the beginning. No, I didn't watch the whole thing, but then he called me up at two in the morning. He thought, listen, he's up anyway. He's watching. Let me schmooze with him at two in the morning. So we schmoozed, and then I had to get up to prepare the shears. So, yeah, whatever. And then it was all toilet, uh, uh, bathroom talk, and then, you know, we're not done with the, with the Beis HaKisei. You have an option in front of you. You have a, a stone, and you have a piece of earthenware. What do you do? Is Leon up there? Leon, wave. I see Avi Mandelbaum. I see the whole Olam. It's great, this screen, but it's going to be even better. I see our friend from Clifton. I see the doctor. Dr. Epstein, one day you'll come here. It's, going to, it's, it's getting a little, he's waving. It's, one, it's getting better. I know you're a little concerned, and you have the, the right to. But Beis Hashem, soon. Oh, so we have machlokes. Ravuna Omar here. Ravuna, the father of Rabba, of Rabba Ravuna, not the famous Rabba, but Ravuna Omar mekaneach b'tzrovet mekaneach b'cheres. You have the option. You have you have a stone and you have cheres. We just discussed it. What should you do? One is mukta. One is a sakana. Says Ravuna, use the mukta. It's right. Rav Chizda Omar mekaneach b'cheres. No, don't do mukta. Use the sakana. Ve mekaneach b'tzrov. Meisve. We have a problem with Ravuna. Hoyel the fun of tzrov b'cheres. 
seems to be a, a brisa that says specifically like Rav Chizda. If you have the option, you have a stone, and you have a piece of earthenware in front of you on Shabbos, don't use the mukta. To you for the Rav Huna, it's a bomb question. What kind of cheres are we talking about? Smooth cheres. A part of the kli that's smooth, so there's no sakana of getting cut. And Mimela, that's why, it said, that's why he said that you should use cheres. In Chanami. If, according to this, if the cheres is regular cheres and it's sharp, and it's a sakana, then don't use it. Use the, use the stone instead. And what if you have another option? You have a stone and you have grass. So there's two pshatim in Rashi. Rashi says one pshat, we're talking about it in the weekday. We're talking about a sakana of the weekday. Grass could cut you, it's sharp. Second pshat is from his rabbeim. We're talking about Shabbos. Obviously, you're not allowed to cut grass out of the ground. If, it's, if you're cutting it, that's toilish asr. So he's using it attached to the ground. It's kind of weird, kind of strange. So, Machlok is Rav Chizr v'Rav Amnuna. Chad Omar mekaneach b'tzroi v'en mekaneach b'asavim. It's better off to use a muktzah d'rabbanon rather than using grass that might be detached as you're using it. V'chad Omar mekaneach b'asavim v'en mekaneach b'tzroi. Okay. Use the grass, better off. Now, what about a big problem that Rashi brings up? This is a mechuber. Mid rabbanon, you're not allowed to touch a tree on Shabbos. You're not allowed to, things that are attached to the ground, you're not allowed to deal with. Says Rashi, a big yesoid in Shas. There's no mechuber, there's no problem of this mechuber business when it comes to plants and things like that. Something that's tough that might break off, that's an iser. We have to say, that's what Rashi says. Something that's tough and could break. But not grass. Interesting. So now we're introducing a whole big problem. It's even negea to us a little bit today. Anything that's flammable is not permitted to be used as toilet paper. And what is toilet paper? Flammable. So what do we do? Sakana. If it's moist, it's not flammable, so it's not a problem. It's, more, it's, it's dry, that's the problem. The Ramah speaks about it. There's a whole need on here. What do we do in our days? So they're saying that it's not so much sheen of that it's a physical thing. It's more of a ruchnis thing. It's more like a kishuv thing, and it doesn't so much apply today. Others say shamer p'sayim Hashem. Or they'll say, uh, the Ramos says, uh, you know, the famous Lashen, like, this is what we do. Uh, how and why, I don't know, but this is what the Eilam is doing. This is the Minigad Eilam. Fine. But there is a concept, just realize there's a concept called Ha'ur Shalatis. If it's flammable, problematic. Because you're asking yourself the entire sugya, what is going on here? Why are they using stones? What are they, crazy? And the answer is, because they had an issue. You have flammable, that's a Sakana, and the next best thing is a sharp stone. Huh? <laughs> That's, it's not, oh, wet wipes is not flammable. Very good, yeah. Or, that was yesterday's sugya, the bidet, like the Europeans. <laughs> not going to go into it. I got an email from my good buddy. When can I come pick up the S350? <laughs> 
<laughs> Hello. So I got an email today. A guy's learning with pigeons gone. He's like, could you please give us more recommendations? I used it. It's unbelievable. It works. So listen, he didn't stop. Whatever I know. I'm not, I'm not saying this time in light. There's a guy on Zoom right now, Avi Kamiansky, and I really appreciate it. Anytime he has a good idea, like he goes on a good tool, or he buys a suit. You, you know those people, they buy a suit for $10, they don't tell anybody. They, it's for them. He comes to shul and he tells the whole, I like that. That's kishmak. So I know of a product. I'm telling I'm trying to help the oilam. You don't want to listen to me, don't listen to me. I'm saying it be Muslim. As much Muslim that a guy that only slept for an hour could say, the best thing out there. Don't buy the $1,000 one. Literally for 35 shekel, change your life. Says the Gemara, and don't send me email with you learning on that bidet thing, okay? The, the, I got the idea with, <laughs> with the pigeon thing. Says the Gemara, the Sanyo, there is a guy from the Shir that made a video of how to, whatever, Avi sent it. He wanted to put it on Zoom, Baruch Hashem, he didn't. It was clean, he was wearing clothes, but whatever. Where are we? A person holds himself back, holds himself in, doesn't go to the bathroom. So we learned the whole, there's other sugis that we learned in Brachas about the Isser, of, um, about the Shaksu, thank you. Rav Chizderav, it's so beautiful when you have the Oilam here, yeah, you don't have to wait 25 seconds until the guy types it up on, on Zoom and uh, whatever. And it's really Pana Zinni Nifna, Rav Chizderav Vina. Machlaik is Rav Chizderav Vina. He's going to have bad breath. How? Rashi explains how. Because the material in his body decays and starts coming upwards. There's, there's, it's an actual uh, condition today. If you don't, whatever. Ruach, oh yeah, it's called, I wrote it down. Digestive halitosis, thank you. Who said that? The guy up there, the Mordechai Seltzer. You're right, halitosis, it's a thing. He'll have bad body odor. It comes out in the sweat. I can prove you that the guy that says, the one that says, not the guy, the one who says that it's a body odor, if somebody eats, where he has to go to the bathroom, it's like trying to heat up an oven with old coals. Not going to work. So trying to throw in food on top of old food, it's not beneficial. And it continues. This is bad body odor. This is the beginning of it. Don't try it. In other words, that's the issue. This is brought in the also. Take it from the sugya. If a person feels like he has to go, it's not constipated a little bit. Stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. Not enough to stand up and sit down, but try to go to another bathroom. In other words, walk. As we see soon, walking is, is, is good. Massage himself a little bit with a stone. Go on WhatsApp or whatever, YouTube. You ever noticed? You try to turn one of those things on in the bathroom, you stay there. You don't know because you're in Koil. You don't, you don't know about these things. But uh, if you, you, all of a sudden, an hour later, you find yourself still in the bathroom. Why? Because you're Messiah Das from the bathroom. You, all of a sudden, you're, you're watching a movie. It's, it doesn't work together. yeah. Don't go on WhatsApp. Don't do that stuff. 
Concentrate on what you're trying to do and you'll get done with your business. Don't think about other things. I saw with my own eyes an Arab got up, sat down, got up, sat down. It spilled like a pot. So it works. If a person walks in to a meal, now it's very uncomfortable if you have to excuse yourself, and especially in those days, go out into the forest, find your thing, find your three types of stones and the whole matzav. You show up 20 minutes later, the children's already served. It's like, where were you? What, what happened to you? So you try to do everything beforehand. We had this already in Brachas. I think in Brachas, no? Somewhere, somebody. So you, do you do 10 times 4 or 4 times 10? What's better, to walk 10 Amas 4 times or 4 Amas 10 times? And then you could go relax, have a meal. Says the Mishnah. What do I do with a piece of earthenware? How big of a size is it? To put between the slats. I don't want these slats. I don't want these beams too. Mordechai, could you zoom in on this? I got two emails. I want the people to see the trailers. What? You see it on Zoom. What about YouTube? The YouTube guys. Oh, this is, oh but this is not, not the YouTube we're using. There's another YouTube. Kids are, oh, the only thing I added to Yoni's picture is Trelis. That, that's it. I'm, I'm also an artist. <laughs> I know, you won't. <laughs> you want to use my pictures? Great. But don't add your shtusim to them. Anyway, no, I saw in uh, Pirush Chai, uh, basically it's based on the Rishonim, that uh, if, if you have slats that go like this, you know, they end on a, on a, on a spitz, so you have to, you're doing different things with different pieces of earthenware. It's not just as simple as Yoni drew it. Uh, different Rishonim, different things. Fine. Dear Rebbe Yudah, Remei Oimer, Kedei You want to pick up a, a coal. So whatever, how big is a coal? A coal is this big? So a piece of earthenware that's literally, you know, this size. Seems like it's even more. A whole revis of water this size. I, could, I don't have a great raya, but there's some sort of hint in the Torah. It says in the Navi, I'm not going to find, even it, the, the, the Navi is saying, you're doing bad, you're, you're, you're acting like the Mitzrim, I'm going to destroy your house, you destroy everything. You're not going to find a single piece that's valuable. A piece of earthenware. You're not even going to find a piece of earthenware that you could pick up a coal with it. Oh, it's a great riot to me that with a piece of earthenware I pick up a coal. I don't understand you. You're making a hard stop in the middle of the Pasuk. Just continue in that Pasuk. That's the end of that Pasuk. It says, to scoop up water. No, so it says you have to scoop up water. And not going to tell me 10 minutes, but you obviously didn't turn the page. It's only 10 lines, no? Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, takes this out. The Gemara says, It makes sense, logically, that Rabbi Yossi's shear is larger in other words, to fill up water, a revius is larger than holding a small coal. But what should we do 
Umikro Shirudir Meir Nafish. But from the Pasuk, the, the flow of the Pasuk, it seems like to hold a coal is larger. Why? It doesn't flow well. You have to start off with a larger piece. I'm not even going to leave you a large piece. And by the way, you're so bad that even the small pieces I'm going to destroy. We don't say I'm going to destroy everything. It's going to be the size of dirt. And by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm only going to leave you larger pieces. That, that doesn't flow. We start with a small kli, and then he curses out the larger kli. So, says Abayo, what's going on here is that he needed to get, like, have you ever been to like Ba'imer fire? In Israel especially, not this year. Massive fires. How far away do you need to stand in order not to burn your face? You have to stand 20, 30 feet away. So if you want to get to the large bonfire to get a small coal, it's not the size of the coal that, that we're talking about. We need a kli that can grab it without burning off your fingers. So it's a much larger kli than a small little cup that can hold a revis, says Abaya. At the end of the day, you see from the Pasuk that gathering water from, from a, a klicheres is considered chashev. But Meir says, no. Loi meboye koma. Loi meboye midi the chashev l'inshei d'leidi shtakachlei. You're not going to find anything even for fire. Ela afilu midi d'leidi chashev l'inshei d'leidi shtakachlei. It's not the pshat and the pasuk that I'm going to leave you a kli, I'm not even going to leave you a kli that can hold a coal, which is chashev, the opposite. Coals are not, this kli is so not chashev that even that I'm not going to leave you. That's what the Pasuk is saying. Don't learn from the Pasuk that we're talking about something that's valuable. The Pasuk is saying, you're so bad, I'm not even, even going to leave you unvaluable things. That's how bad you are. Everything is going to be destroyed. Hajun Allah, chamoitzi yayin. Hajun Allah, chamoitzi yayin. Hajun Allah, chamoitzi yayin. Omer Rebbe Kiva. Minayin la'avodizara. Now, the mission starts, the parak starts with Avedi Zara. We're holding Mishnah Shabbos. Because there's a series of Mishnayas that say Minayan, and they work on the concept of Asmachta. There's not a 100% Raya, but some sort of a hint. And eventually we're going to get to Hilcha Shabbos about the Bris Mila. The first halacha is, Minayan Avedi Zara, Maso, Kenido. How do I know that Avedi Zara, if I carry Avedi Zara in a bag, whatever, I become Tomei. Just like Tumas Nido. If a Nido carries something, in a, she, even though she's not touching it, Masa, comes Tome. Shinemar, Tizraim, you should throw it away. It's talking about Avedizar. Avedizar, throw it away. It's disgusting. Get rid of it. Kimoi Dava. Dava is like a Nido. Say, Toy Marloi. Scream at it. Get out of here. Say, go. What are you doing here? Ma Dava, Ma Nido, Maso. Just like Anita has Tumas Maso, Maso. So this is like an Asmachta. Learn Avedizara from Nida. Not awesome. We learn We learn If your house. So here's, the, here's the what happened. A Jew built a, a house. Comes the guy, Ganav, and he builds a house using his wall. He takes another three walls. Oh, Shalom Aleichem, I have a house. 
And then he does Avadizar, it seems like from Rashi and Avadizar especially, that he, he worshipped the wall. The wall is actually worshipped. It's not his wall. And then it fell down. So if the Jew rebuilds it, in essence, he's building a wall for Avadizar. So what does he do? Also live nicer. He said, yeah, it's a, he has to distance himself. Four Amas, that pay base, and he goes from there. But what if the guy didn't steal it? They actually shared a property and they built a wall on it. So his four Amas of the Jew that he has to be Mirachic from the Abed starts from the halfway point because half of his half is the Abed So he has to move himself even more from the halfway point of the wall. Here's the big point that we're trying to get to. Avanav, the stones, the of the wood, Ba'afarav, and, and whatever dirt, the mortar, whatever is part of this wall, metamim kisheretz. They have a tumah of a sheretz. But sheretz is a little lighter. Sheretz is not metamim b'maso. B'mago, you got to touch it physically. You can't just say, oh, it's in a box somewhere here on the truck and everything is metamim. Shenemar shaketz tishakseno. When it's talking about a bedizara, it's like a sheketz, like a, like a sheretz. We have an asmachta to a nida, and I'm learning from nida that avadizar is like nida. It's a stronger tumor, the tumor of masa. Get out of here, like like a like a like a czar. So again, the Ben Yoda says, uh, I think I saw yesterday, I'm pretty sure it's the Ben Yoda. If I'm not mistaken, this is what he says. I'm, I'm drawing some sort of a blank here, but I think what he's saying is that a typical Nida comes back to her husband. Over here, we're saying Kizar, Tizraim, a lotion of get out forever. Don't ever come back. Not that there's a Tumma that's able to come back. Fine. Bakrina Minoch Kizar. Never tell him to come back. Never welcome back. Gone. So now we have a machlaikis. Everybody's going to agree that Avodah is Tomei when you lift it up because there's some sort of hekish tanida. Okay, what's Evan Misamo? Evan Misamo is this right over here, some sort of just for the purpose of illustrations. This is a stone, a very large stone, very heavy stone. Now, this stone, all stones, not Mechabal Tumah. Unbelievable Chiddush. If this stone is on a stand, it's on a stand, and there's a Zav. This guy is a Zav or a Nido, whatever, one of these people that has tremendous Tumah. The Tumah travels through the stone. If there's a Kli underneath the stone, it's Mechabal Tumah. Crazy, crazy Allah. Tumah travels through and through. Big chiddush. Even though I would say, let's say this was metal, it would be a lot more understandable. Okay, a metal is makabal tumah, my tumah goes into the metal, travels through. Over here, even though this should be a hefsik, have a It goes right through and through. All sorts of halachas for heses, for maga, for. We're talking about for uh, standing on it, moishav, it goes right through. Not touching, not touching. No, no. It's underneath, not touching. Yeah, very good. 
A reverse oil, but over here, oil wouldn't work in this case because it's an oven. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, it's there. There's no, there's no, there's no pesach tefach. I mean, there's some sort of mechitz here. So it's like even worse. It's like you have it also. You have in tumah that it goes, uh, it goes into the ground. What's it called? Um, no, what's the lashon? What? Maybe. Okay, fine. But where's the machlaikis? How strong is Avadizara? Is Avadizara also to the point that if I put an, an idol right over here on top, that the tumor goes down through and through? Avadizara has the same power because I learned from Nido. No. Stop. You, yes. I'm listening. Yeah, I just said that. I just said that. Oh, did I just say that? If Avedizara goes on top, like the Zav, does it, does the power go through? Over here we're talking about, look. So, in case not everybody understood, because Noam, this guy is a Zav. This Kli is Tahar. Does the Tumah go down? Do you take that Alacha and say the same thing? This guy is a Shtik Avedizara. He's fake. He's, a, he's just a thing. And he's, yeah, you know, I didn't, I, didn't, I seriously, I wouldn't have put this picture if I would have realized. This is literally at Salem. <laughs> no, yeah, even to show, we don't, we don't depict it. Wow. Okay. Chotasi Yavisi Pushati. So, <laughs> I didn't realize. Wow. So, if this was out by the Zara, does it go downwards? Thanks, Noam. Look what you caused. Bush of a harpa. Really? <laughs> Look at those guys. They're enjoying themselves. The Zoom guys are enjoying it. We need a screen over here also for everybody. They don't have to twist their neck and see what's going on in Zoom. Everybody. Seth, is it, uh, I don't know if it's politically correct what I just did. Okay. Yeah, we got, a, we got another minute because over here we have a, a minion and Menachem's uh, son showed up for the minion. Learn some Torah, sit down, chop a seat. Just a few more lines. Until the end of the page. So but at the end of the day, everybody agrees. There's a hekish to sheretz. There's a hekish to nida. What do we learn from what? You, you want to learn from nida that this concept of evim misama goes all the way down. But what are you going to do with sheretz? L'mishamshel. That the kalim that serve the avodah zara, they are less. They don't go with the evim misama. They'll be metama b'mago, but not with the evim misama. No, not b'maso. So they, they're not metama b'maso and not b'evim misama. But Rabbanon that do compare Avedizara to Asheretz, so why does the Torah compare it to Anida? Lemasa. Ask the Gemara, okay, so, so Avedizara, you can't, if you carry it, everybody agrees, like we said before, you're Matama Bimasa. Why don't you compare Avedizara to Nevela? That what? The Nevela does have the concept of Masa, just lifting it, even though not touching it, you're Matama. But there's no, obviously, Evan Misama 
or however you pronounce it. I don't know, some guys in Yeshiva may, might pronounce it differently. Or the art scroll, Mesama, I don't know how they pronounce it. There is no even Mesama when it comes to a nevela, a dead, a dead corpse of an animal. It says the Gemara in Ochanami, we do compare it to nevela. Here's a new concept. If Rahman a woman is a nida and they do surgery, they have to amputate her leg. The leg is not nida anymore. Yes, I know what you're saying. A leg has to be buried, and a leg is tome tumas mace, which is very chomer, tumas, tumas oil, maga, but not evan misama. It loses the Eve Misama. It loses that thing. It, it's very tame, but it loses Misama. So, if you break off, <laughs> here, right over here, this, this, this does not have Eve Misama. This part of the Gesh, this Mamisha neighbor here, let's make it a little smaller. Here. This is not Eve Misama. If you do it this way, you don't, okay, fine. You get the idea. Uh, no, this way, sorry, this way. Eve Misama doesn't go this way. Yeah. But, so, why did, so if that's the case, why did Rav Chama ask this question? If I was, oh, you break off a limb, is, is it metam or not metam? We just said that when, when it comes to Avedizara, this loses its tumah, this aver. Yeah, according to Chacham, you're right, there is no. But here's, Rashi explains beautifully. Do we use this hekish according to Rabbi Kiva to make a kula? To say, maybe I use the hekish to say, oh, it's so hard, it's like a nido, it's like a this, it's, it's more, more tumah. But to say less tumah, to say that this aver doesn't get tumah because of my hekish, maybe Rabbi Kiva says, no, 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 don't use the hekish for that purpose. Don't be makel. So that's why Rav Chama had the question, and we'll continue. It's basically the same sugya, just uh, we're taking it one step later, lower. And we'll finish tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem. Have a great day. We did more than a daf, Noam. You see? More than a daf. I didn't count the words, but I know it looks less than 135. Oh, sorry. Tehillim. Noam, listen. Once you're on Zoom, once you're saying, you should say Tehillim. Why don't you say Tehillim? I think we, we all hear you here. Z- uh, YouTube will hear you. Go. Say Tehillim. Go. Could you get him unmuted, maybe? Shira Malo, it's me, Mama Kim, Kosi Radino. I didn't know you should mobile, the Nafshi la do you know? Mishomrim la boike, shomrim la boike. Yahe Israel la do you know? Kimadino yahes, barbei moi fedus. Behu yves Israel, Mikoi, Lavenisov, Akhenikov, Israel, and Sumisov, Shiva, and the